Welcome back everybody, Jeff here, and uh, this is the first installment of a new series, a spin-off and what were they thinking podcast called Profiles in Bullstuff. The star of today's episode is Evelyn Farkas, Dr. Evelyn Farkas, if you don't mind. Um, if you've forgotten who she is, don't judge yourself too harshly. Dr. Farkas went on MS-13 NBC on March 2nd, 2017 to make claims that she knew there was collusion between Trump, his associates, staff, and the Kremlin, and that she knew that they would make efforts to destroy any kind of evidence once they took uh, office. And she, you know, obviously they were already in office. And clearly, uh, it would have been far too late for her to do anything about it at this point anyways. So it appears that because she ran for office in New York, uh, that she was trying to score points to look like one of those resistance heroes. Anyways, back to the interview that they had at the uh, House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence to ask questions about this interview. They conducted the interview June 26, 2017, so a few months after her March appearance. And Trey Gowdy really gave it to her. Pretty good. Now there are a few, I want to say maybe four or five things you should take away from this regarding Dr. Farkas' behavior, statements, her thought process, her unhinged lunacy at some points during the interview, and one important procedural tactic trick to, in an attempt to derail the interview and waste time because each team only has 15 minutes to ask questions and get answers from people they're interviewing. And I must admit, this one is really clever. What they did was they either Adam Schiff or his staff, when they made the transcript of the MSNBC segment, they removed the word intelligence from Dr. Farkas' statement. Uh, which is significant because during the interview, Trey Gowdy got her to admit that there's a difference between the information they were they were leaning towards. She only said information. They wanted to argue and debate that she never used the word intelligence. The Democrats were covering. So they removed it from the transcript. You can clearly go back and take a look at the, the footage. The, the woman says that she was trying to have them gather as much information and intelligence as possible. So the Trump, Trump and people and Trump himself could not destroy the evidence. Recall that she is a private citizen at this time and is nowhere in the chain of command. But her assumption is that Obama officials, Obama administration officials, intelligence community experts, were not providing people on Capitol Hill, people in Congress, any of this information. So her assumption is that there is just brazen incompetence uh, and this was after Trump had already been, after the inauguration. So at this point, these statements came out, and, but clearly her work was done beforehand, but her statement came out after he'd taken office and they needed to score some more punches and hits, create more fear and doubt and hate in the American people. Pretty disgusting. Another important point is that um, Trey Gowdy got her to admit that all of her understanding was based on her history with Russia in the past, 
open source news available to her and her feelings. Her feelings, he got her to admit that her feelings played a big role in this. Specifically, she stated that she didn't like it when James Clapper made the definitive announcement that there was nothing they could prove that, that Trump and associates had done wrong. And that she didn't like it that James Comey made a uh, comment stating that basically the Russians will be back because her, from her perspective, the Russians never left, they were still in, and that they were tracking members that were in that committee and t uh, interviewing her at the time. And if those Russians had any dirt on those Congress people or senators, that they would not hesitate to use it when it was politically convenient for them. Basically, she had no actionable intelligence, nothing timely, nothing to contribute, no reason to be on MS-13 NBC that day, other than political hitchup. And this is a woman who provided advice to our armed forces for about two decades. Involved in various roles, of course. So I don't see how she felt the Obama administration wasn't already hell-bent on taking down Trump and anybody around him who could help him. Or even if they took everybody out around him. We know they ended up settling for just hamstringing President Trump by taking out everyone around him whenever they could. So when it comes to judgment, my question is, is this woman so brainwashed into thinking that Everything she saw in the news was true and that there actually wasn't anybody in uh, Washington trying to stop Donald Trump. And here comes the Jeff is making a educated guess. At this point in time, Dr. Farkas was just like your neighbor who hated Trump but really didn't know why. If you asked for any specifics, how he'd lied or what he'd done wrong, they couldn't recall anything specific. So really I think the media she followed suckered her into becoming a hateful fool. That is the power of the media. The same media who seemed to think that Donald Trump incited a riot based on words he didn't say. And in essence, their, um, the, their hatred make them temporarily stupid, but eternally untrustworthy. Why? Why would I say that? Because she never came back to correct the public record. When we mis make mistakes, own them. Speak up. Apologize. Correct the record. None of that was ever done. Just like I think it's highly bizarre that we get to read these transcripts far after it can no longer make a difference. So that's the establishment Republican making the point that no outsider will probably be able to run on a Republican ticket ever again. Both parties hate that. He, Donald Trump didn't pay his political dues. He's not one of them. So if you needed to put this particular episode into some kind of a category, it would clearly fall under the Washington hates you heading. If you're curious for more information about uh, Dr. Farkas, I strongly encourage you look up the American Security Project. I believe that was the think tank she was working for uh, after she left the Obama administration. And if you look through the about us and the individuals there, the, the board and such, you'll see that they have a number of people who are deeply connected to John Kerry, uh, Joseph Biden, and Green New Deal elements of 
trying to convince people that energy security affects national security probably more than it does. It probably impacts other countries, and this is how we extend something to other countries before taking care of our own situation. Subscribe to this podcast so you'll receive notification when the episode on Representative Sheila Jackass Lee comes up, and probably title it something like, wow, what an idiot where I'll focus on her doing exactly what she accused Attorney General William Barr of doing. Take care, everybody. Peace out.